You are listening to the That's Life podcast by Richard Butler, where I talk about everything to do with life and how to make it better. Hey, how's it going? It's Richard and I'm here on Easter Monday because uh, if you're listening to this when I released it, I recorded it on Easter Monday at uh, 20 to 11 at night. But I've had a great weekend of relaxing and I've just finished climbing in the Alps. And actually, after that, I climbed the outside of a building. Now, you may be thinking, what the heck, Richard? What are you talking about? Well, I'm talking about virtual reality. And it's a topic I meant to talk about a while ago because I did ask whether people had experienced virtual reality. Now, for those of you who aren't aware, Facebook, or Meta as they're called, many years ago brought out a headset called the Oculus headset. Well, they actually brought out the Rift, I think it was, and then it became Oculus. And I remember many years ago trying this out in New York and being blown away by it. I mean, you put on a headset and you enter into an immersive experience. In that, everywhere you look, you see this virtual world. And I didn't think much of it until, well, I did. Let me let me be truthful. The first time I was in New York, I think back in 2015, I actually um, experienced it in, I think it was a Best Buy in Manhattan, and I was blown away by it. And so much so that, I mean, they had to tell me to um, just be careful because I was, I think I was doing um, a climbing program and I was just going crazy in it. But then for Christmas, my wife said to me, look, if you want one, I'll buy you one for Christmas. And I said, okay. So it's the only, I guess, gaming platform that I've ever used so much. And I've spent probably 200 euros on, I wouldn't call them games, I call them experiences, but things like meditation, Tai Chi. I've also um, bought uh, a zombie game, a Walking Dead game. And the realism of these games is quite shocking, to be honest, because there have been times where I have jumped, especially with the zombie game, The Walking Dead, when I've heard behind me and you turn around and there's a zombie and your knife isn't working. And the other day I purchased a game called The Climb 2 and it is a climbing game. And it's really interesting because, I mean, you look down and you see the river below you and you know if you don't climb properly, you're actually going to fall. And I mean, you know it's not real, but it's so immersive. And it is something that I have to say, which is really, really intense and really interesting. Now, I was thinking, how could you use this in your business or your life? Well, I remember hearing something, a documentary, and they said, that the Hospital Clinic here in Barcelona were using it to help recovering addicts to fight off the temptation of going back to their addiction, whether that was drink or drugs. I mean, they could put them into a safe environment where they might be in a bar and then put different situations in front of them to see how they would react and then to help them with their therapy. So I think that's a really interesting use of it. But I I also downloaded a program that was an immersive experience to learn different languages. 
And what happened was you were put into a house and you would walk around the house and you would touch different items and it would give you those words. And then there'd be an exercise and it would be, for example, put the plate on the table, put the banana on the plate, take the banana off the plate, put it in the fridge. And it was very immersive. It was very um, practical because, I mean, if you've never used the virtual reality, you can pick things up. You have these controllers and they convert into your hands and you see your hands in the virtual world and you can pick things up. And I thought, wow, I mean, for learning a language, that could be really useful because you can get people to interact in real situations. For example, in a cafe, go into the cafe and, you know, which one of these questions would you ask to ask for a coffee? But I think we have to be careful of virtual reality because, I mean, it could be dangerous in the sense that we may prefer the virtual reality to our reality. And then what happens? And, you know, you're seeing a lot of companies now getting into these virtual worlds. I mean, I haven't explored the metaverse as such, this virtual landscape that you can build out houses and you can buy property, etc. But this is the thing that I worry about. That what happens if people, and I'm not going to say younger people or older people, if people just decide the virtual world is so much better. For example, uh, Meta or Facebook have um, workrooms. And workrooms is where you put on the headset and you can work in a virtual office by yourself and you can actually have your computer and your keyboard and you can do everything that you would do. You can, uh, I mean, you see on the screen, you see all of your programs, etc. And you might say, why would you want to do that? Well, I've experimented a little, a little bit with it and I found that it was very good because it was distraction free. I mean, here I am recording this podcast, but I can look over to my right and since I'm at home, I can see the kitchen. I can look over to my left and I can see the window and I can look outside. Well, I could if the shutters were up. I can look around and see the TV and I can get distracted very easily. But in the virtual workroom, I mean, you can set it up any way that you want, but it's distraction free. So sometimes I've actually used this when I want to do a little bit of writing because it really focuses me. And time goes really quickly because another thing that I've done is virtual meditation. Well, it's not virtual, it's real meditation, but in the virtual reality. And it's really good because, again, it's distraction free. I mean, you're in an immersive experience. You're sitting in a studio and there's nothing to distract you. Because, I mean, even if you open your eyes, you still see that studio without the distractions. You don't see everything else that's in your house. And the the virtual meditation that I've done, I mean, some of the longer meditations that I tried, the 30 minutes went so quickly. So I think there's a lot of application or a lot of great applications that you can use or programs that you can use um, to help you with virtual reality. Now, recently I saw a recruitment company saying that they were the first recruitment company in the metaverse. And I have my doubts about this because I think something like recruitment is a very personal experience. I mean, if I'm recruiting somebody 
I'd like to see them on a Zoom call to see what they're like, because all you're going to see is this avatar of the person. I would like to see how they react. Um, I think it's more personal. Something like interviewing is more personal. And it's definitely something that is uh, a one-to-one experience. And even we lose it on Zoom. I mean, it's much better if we see the person in person, so to speak. So I don't think virtual reality is for all businesses. But for example, when I was doing the climbing game, um, I could see that there were, I mean, I climbed the Alps. Uh, Sounds great, doesn't it? And I then climbed a skyscraper. And that's where a company could advertise on the billboards within the virtual world to keep their brand out there. So the recruitment company, rather than actually recruit in the metaverse, could actually run ads in the metaverse. That's what I think. Now, another great thing that I did with uh, the Oculus headset was I started to watch Netflix on it. And this, again, was very immersive because sometimes when I'm sitting at home, I will pick up the phone and I'll be browsing Facebook while I'm actually watching Netflix. But since I had the Oculus headset, now my wife was away, so I was alone, so it wasn't that I was sitting there and she was watching something else. But I was watching the, actually I watched the whole second series, I think it was, or third series of Afterlife, excellent program if you haven't seen it. But it was distraction free, because we do live in a very distraction, um, a distracted world in the sense that we have our beeps from Facebook, our beeps from WhatsApp, our beeps from iMessage, from all these telegrams, etc. And that can really affect us in the sense that we don't focus on what we should be doing, which is watching the TV or working. So again, I think there's practical applications for virtual reality. Now, you can get all types of games. I mean, uh, the games that I have at the moment are... I have The Walking Dead. I have this climbing game. I have a game that allows you to browse Google Maps, but in 3D, so you can look around. And that's fantastic as well. I have one that allows you to wander um, around some of uh, the Grand Canyon and other natural areas that you can do. So that could be an application where people who are sick and can't move from home, you could put the headset up and they could actually go and they could visit far off places. Now, my nephew started to use the Oculus and all he wants to use is the tutorial because it's really fun. You can pick up objects, you can throw objects, etc. And I mean, I think it's quite good for your skills because from the game that I played, the climb, you learn different things. You learn not to trust certain um, holes that you may do or things that you grab, etc. And it makes you really, uh, I mean, it, it makes you quite tense. But it also makes you very aware of what's going on. And I mean, for example, when I was climbing up this building, you know, you have to take it slowly because when you start to try and grab things too quickly, you can lose your hold and you fall. But the other thing I think is that, for example, um, Les Mills, very famous um, exercise routines this guy does. Um, I bought his Les Mills boxing. And I tell you, it's really good boxing because I can work out at home and I can see how well I'm doing. I can see how many calories I'm burning. 
and 10 minutes with Les Mills and I'm absolutely shattered. But I don't have to worry about going to a gym with other people who are boxing and feel self-conscious. So I can just box in the comfort of my own home. And I could take the device and if I went away, I would have all of those virtual environments basically in my pocket. So the same with the virtual office, with the virtual boxing, it's always the same environment. So I don't have to worry about, well, where am I going to go boxing, etc. So I'm interested to know what your thoughts are after hearing this. And if you've used virtual reality, what you think of it. Do you think it's something that is useful? Do you think it's something that we can use in business? You can reach out to me, richard at richardbutler.coach. Or if you saw a link to this on Facebook or LinkedIn, just leave a comment in the comments below because I'd be really interested to see what your thoughts are, especially if you've not used this virtual reality. What you think after I've just told you about it? Is it something that excites you? Is it something that you say, oh my God, that's horrible. Let me know and I'll talk to you next week. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure that you subscribe and check out my website, richardbutler.coach. I'll see you next time.